Welcome to the Glow Girl Podcast, your go-to source for learning how to work with your cycle and optimize your hormones, gut health, and metabolism to get the results that you want. I'm your host, Alyssa Curl, an online holistic nutritionist and personal trainer who's helped hundreds of women take charge of their internal and physical health so they can get to the root cause of their imbalances and achieve their fitness goals without the crazy protocols or the restrictive diets. Like many women, I've had my fair share of hormonal imbalances, gut issues, and I struggled with disordered eating for years, which is why I made it my mission to help women like you avoid the same mistakes I made, because you can live a healthy lifestyle and practice balance at the same time. And you're next. Grab a glass of wine or your favorite mocktail and get comfy, because it's time to glow, girl. What is up, girly pops? Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Girl Podcast. Happy Wednesday, by the way. I hope you're all having an amazing week so far. Um, As always, before we hop into the episode, I wanted to share some wins from this week and share something that I'm focusing on. I love doing this with my clients. Just a really great way to reflect on your week, practice that gratitude, and pivot the plan if, you know, there's something that we're struggling with that we need to work on a little bit more. So, My win from this week is I am four days into my flush protocol and I am feeling so, so freaking amazing. Um, If you missed last week's episode, I talked a little bit more about what the flush is and why I have my clients and myself do this protocol. Essentially, this protocol is really amazing because it promotes the natural detoxification process in our body to significantly bring down any excess inflammation that causes things like hormonal imbalances, gut issues, fatigue, and essentially it just provides a clean slate for your body so that we can kickstart the healing process and just help you really feel overall amazing, right? And I did this because I was feeling just absolutely stressed out, okay? (laughs) I was super inflamed. Um, I wasn't sleeping well. My training recovery was really awful. I felt like sore, you know, multiple, multiple days after training. And just no matter how much rest that I got, I was not feeling super great despite my best efforts. So it was just really time for a hard reset. And honestly, so far, so good. We're feeling really just great. (laughs) Overall, I'm feeling, you know, super energized. I'm less inflamed. My skin is so glowy, let me tell you. And I'm sleeping like a champ. So we, we are loving it. Um, other one from this week is just bringing on some really amazing new clients, uh, to my one-on-one program. I'm so proud of all my new girls who are taking the next step into their hormone healing journey. By the way, I only have a few spots left on my roster for May before I start opening up the waitlist for June and July stargates. So if you are someone who is struggling with any type of hormone issues or gut issues and you're ready to start, you know, just kickstarting your hormone healing journey, now is the time. So the link to apply is in my show notes. Definitely take a look. If you have any questions about my one-on-one program, please don't hesitate to reach out. Okay, 
enough about me. I want to hear your wins and your struggles from this week. So send me a DM over on Instagram and let me know what yours were. I want to help you hype yourself up and celebrate your wins and, you know, help you pivot the plan if we are struggling just a little bit. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. We are going to talk a little bit more about some personal things, okay? We're getting a little personal today, but that's okay because there is no TMI here, okay? I tell my clients this all the time, like we're gonna get down into the nitty gritty stuff and this is exactly what this space is for here as well at the Glow Girl Podcast. We are going to talk about hormones, gut health, which involves us talking about some bowel movements and some period issues. So today we are talking all about periods and how to work with your cycle instead of against it. Because honestly, it is mind blowing to me how little we were taught about the female menstrual cycle. So getting in tune with your body and with your cycle will help you better navigate the different phases of your cycle. Because again, we want to work with our cycle and not against it. You know how in just one week you are feeling like a confident ass queen with all of the energy. And then a few days later, you're feeling like a giant blob with absolutely zero energy. That's all due to your cycle. As women, it is 100% normal for our bodies to change day to day or even with a couple of hours. So your cycle alone dictates a lot of these feelings. It's actually like quite interesting when you learn how the different phases of your cycle influence how you feel. So let this episode just be a reminder to you that you're not going to feel confident 24 seven, but you can learn how to work with your body and with your cycle so that we can better support our body and our mind through all of the ebbs and flows of our hormones. So get ready, get comfy. We are about to dive deep into our cycle and get ready to learn the different phases of your menstrual cycle and how to better support your body through each phase so that you can feel more like yourself throughout the month instead of feeling like you're losing one to two weeks each month because ant flow is coming to town. Okay, so let's learn how to work a little bit more with our body. So your hormones affect your brain in different ways each week of your cycle. So throughout each week, you are having some shifts in your brain chemistry. So you're going to think, feel, and operate distinctly each week. So you probably already know and feel this, but without the roadmap to how to work with your cycle, you may have just told yourself that, you know, all of these feelings that you're having or, you know, all of these changes are just you being hormonal. When working properly though, this hormonal shift actually makes you naturally inclined to do certain things more easily throughout specific phases of your cycle. Because listen, your cycle is actually your superpower. I know that sometimes we can view our cycle as just some burden that we have to deal with and, you know, something that we don't look forward to every month and you know all these hormonal shifts just make us feel all over the place but if you have a cycle that is working functionally and you are optimizing your hormones then really each week you shouldn't be feeling like not yourself you should be feeling good yes you know there's going to be some days when you're not feeling great because we are human 
But honestly, like if you learn how to work with your cycle, you are going to just feel so much more empowered and you're going to feel so much more like yourself throughout the entire month. So a way that we can do this is getting to know our hormonal clock. So factoring in your quote unquote hormonal clock will literally revolutionize your period, your way of thinking and your time management. So we are used to working through the same 24-hour circuit that men operate on. But unfortunately, we don't work that way. We don't work on the same 24-hour cycle as men. Our hormones operate on a 28-day cycle. So if you're trying to be the same person every single day, you've probably ended up feeling pretty self-critical at times, right? So instead of you know, using the 24-hour cycle like men do, <laughs> I want you to start using your rhythm and having so much more time to fit your month to do all the things that matter in your life. So you simply just need to know how your pattern works for you. So getting in sync with your cycle doesn't only just make you feel healthier, but it also helps you to live your life at the most optimal level so that you can get more done and you have more energy to do it because you can have a better period naturally. I promise you it is absolutely possible. So you could keep squeezing yourself into that same 24-hour life cycle. The stress effects of living that way though can for sure raise your cortisol levels and it will disrupt you your ovulation, your estrogen, your insulin, and it will increase your PMS and period symptoms. So instead of buying into the myth that you are supposed to be suffering every single month and managing your symptoms as best as you can, and the doctor's just telling you, yeah, that's just your period, that's just part of you being a woman, like suck it up or here's some birth control to help you or you know just take some painkillers and call it a day you deserve a deeper level of tracking and functional medicine based support that assists you in resolving any underlying causes that you might have with your cycle and restores your balance quickly and naturally because again you don't need to lose a week or more out of each month due to your symptoms so let's go over what each phase of your cycle looks like. So we have four phases of our menstrual cycle and I want you to learn exactly how to make it work for you and what to expect during each phase. That way we know exactly what's coming and we know how to work with it. The first phase of your menstrual cycle is menstruation. So this is typically days one through six of your cycle. So we wanna focus here on making those periods less painful. So hormones and energy are typically at the lowest point during this phase. So I want you to think about like hibernation, alone time, self-connection, self-care, reflection. Essentially, I want you to focus on romanticizing your life during this cycle because you're probably noticing that you don't want to be a social, you're not feeling your best self, you're probably going to be feeling a little bit more tired, which is totally normal, okay? So due to blood loss, iron may become depleted during menstruation for a lot of women, especially if you have a heavier flow. So we want to make sure that we are replenishing our iron and zinc stores during this phase by making sure we're eating enough iron and zinc rich foods, which can help us to reduce any type of period pain or, you know, any type of cramps. So eating more like 
warm foods during this time, comforting meals, anti-inflammatory foods to help discomfort and bloating, also trying to incorporate more magnesium and calcium rich foods that can help improve overall cramping. We also want to make sure that we are focusing on eating enough protein and healthy fat so that we can keep our energy up, keep our mood stabilized, and to try to keep those sugar cravings at bay. So if you are trying to make sure that you are setting yourself up for success during your menstrual phase, then you know just really focus on lots of self-care, making sure that you're nourishing your body, taking it easy, like it's okay to slow down during this phase. I want you to listen to your body and do what feels best for you, okay? And then the next phase is kind of considered like your pre-ovulation phase, okay? So this is called the follicular phase. Um, this is typically days 7 through 13. Now, I'm giving you an estimated range of what each phase looks like. However, everyone's body is different, right? So some people might have a longer menstrual phase. Some people might have a longer follicular phase or a shorter follicular phase. Um, you know, some people might have a longer or shorter ovulation phase. You get it. So these these days are just estimations. However, making sure that you are, you know, tracking your cycle and knowing what your cycle looks like is key. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> had to throw that in there before we continued. So your follicular phase, again, typically lasts seven to 13 days. Okay. And this is typically the phase where we want to focus on getting your energy up because during this phase, our bodies are preparing for ovulation, right? So estrogen and testosterone levels are going to be rising during this phase. So we really want to focus on getting adequate nutrition because it's super important, especially during this phase, because our body, again, is trying to provide the energy that we need as it prepares to release the egg. So I want you to think of this phase as like we are blooming, right? We're in spring. <laughs> We're little beautiful flowers that are blooming. <laughs> so we want to focus on like energy, mood lifting. Um, I want you to focus on activities like planning, getting creative, goal setting, um, you know, just trying to get hyped for yourself. Um, during the follicular phase, your body tends to rely on more carbohydrates for energy versus fat or protein. Um, since our metabolism is slightly slower during this phase, we want to make sure that we're supporting our balanced blood sugar levels. So really trying to focus on more anti-inflammatory foods like lean proteins, healthy fats, um, and, you know, trying to keep our meals balanced with those two and trying to get, you know, more complex carbohydrates in, more fiber in, which can all support metabolism and keep your hormones healthy so that, you know, we can have that healthy hormone production, which is key. And also during this phase, do not forget to hydrate, please. <laughs> because we have elevated levels of hormones, it can influence your body's uh, hydration levels. So it's super important that you drink plenty of water, okay? And then the third phase is ovulation. So this is typically days 14 to 21. Again, some people have shorter ovulation days, some people have longer ovulation days. So it really just depends where you're at in your cycle. Um, so this is typically the phase that I want you to think of, like you are feeling your best, okay? Like get it girl, because you're feeling good. Um, so you know, your hormones and your energy are at your peak you're feeling your best, energy is, you know, just super high. So I want you to think about, you know, just 
being social, right? You're probably feeling a little bit more social now that we have more energy. So like go out with your friends or go to that date night, um, you know, focus on hitting some PRs in the gym, using all that energy to like good use to put some strength out there. Um, and because your, you know, hormones and energy are at their peak, you're going to have higher levels of estrogen, lower levels of progesterone, and these are typically, you know, reasons for having more severe periods because typically high estrogen um, can lead to a heavier period if it's not detoxified from the body correctly. Um, so estrogen is responsible for growth and the thickening of the lining of your uterus. So the higher your estrogen levels are, the thicker the lining of your uterus is going to be. So this also increases blood flow and can cause more severe PMS symptoms like sore boobs, fatigue, and again, you know, heavy and painful periods. So this means that we just really want to make sure that we are properly detoxifying the body so that we can get rid of what we no longer need through the liver. And we can do this through food. So to support testosterone production, aka your healthier sex drive, your energy, your stamina, we want to feed the body with key nutrients. So think making sure that you are getting, you know, again, more of like those fatty fishes, those complex carbs, um, you know, trying to incorporate specific nuts and seeds into the mix. Um, you know, just making sure that we are supporting our body as best as we possibly can. So, you know, think more um, of like those like low glycemic index carbs. We want to get like lots of healthy fats in there, lots of antioxidant rich foods. So, you know, eggs, flax seeds, chia seeds, walnuts, all those dark leafy vegetables, um, all like the cruciferous vegetables. Um, we want to get like more fatty fish in. All of these types of foods are going to really support that natural detoxification in our body, making sure that we're drinking enough water, making sure that we're moving our body as much as possible, getting enough sleep, all is going to prepare us for the next phase when we're trying to get rid of that extra estrogen in our body. So this brings us to our last phase, which is our premenstrual phase or known as your luteal phase, okay? <laughs> so this is typically days 22 to 28 or 29. Again, some of us have longer cycles. Some of us have shorter cycles. The average is 28 to like 31 days. So again, it just really depends on what your body is doing. Um, but this phase, the PMS is upon us. Okay. So upon ovulation, we produce progesterone and then we transition into the luteal phase, okay? So just known as your like premenstrual or your PMS week. So this phase brings feelings like cravings. Again, we want to be alone. We want to focus on self-love, mindfulness, really just looking inward because we're probably going to start not feeling super great or super high energy, which is normal. But again, we can do things to support that so we don't feel as terrible. So Typically in this phase, your metabolism increases, which causes your resting cortisol to become higher and progesterone is running the show, meaning we probably need a little bit more calories from whole foods and less caffeine. So you probably notice in this phase that your hunger levels are so much higher and you're like, okay, I probably need more food, which is completely normal. So we want to support our body 
the best that we can and make sure that we are eating enough for our energy levels and getting as much anti-inflammatory foods in as possible. So let's focus on, you know, needing some more calories, focusing on those whole foods, less caffeine, less alcohol, um, and less inflammatory or less processed foods to limit the intense PMS symptoms um, and to help us improve our upcoming period week. So incorporate more of those foods listed and you will feel just a lot more prepared for those this phase, okay? Because um, these foods, again, can better support your body and improve symptoms like mood fluctuations, cravings, cramping, bloating, painful boobs, acne, all of the PMS symptoms that we want to avoid, okay? And then exercise during your cycle, so especially during your period. I feel like there is a lot of talk about, you know, cycle syncing your workouts for your period and how you need to avoid specific exercise during your period um, to better just optimize your hormones. And while some of this is true, I feel like a lot of times we feel like we can't string train and we have to take the whole week off of training from our periods when really that's not true. Like, yes, you want to try to stay away from um, you know, some high intensity workouts, like I wouldn't really do hit during this phase or a ton of like cycling or like really heavy cardio or, you know, during this phase, sometimes you probably don't want to push yourself with the weights too much if you're strength training. However, everyone's body is different. Okay. Um, you know, exercise might be the last thing that you want to do or the last thing that you're thinking about when you're having cramps and fatigue and you know everything is just hitting you hard but research has shown that staying active throughout your cycle can improve bloating lessen cramps and improve your overall mood so i just really encourage you to listen to your body if the first few days of your cycle are just absolutely terrible then maybe make you know those first couple of days active rest days or do some more low impact workouts like yoga walking stretching you know just keep it low key and then you can resume your normal workouts towards the end of your cycle um, but you know some people during the beginning of their cycle feel like they have the most strength and they're out here crushing PRs and like absolutely killing it in the gym so in reality it just depends on how you're feeling okay for me the first two days of my period are not the best I definitely don't have as much energy I'm definitely dealing with a little bit more cramping and my period is a little bit heavier on those days so I still like to make sure that I'm getting my workouts in but I'll typically lower the weight a little bit or just you know take a little bit more um rest times in between sets and I'm just taking it a lot easier and then you know once my period is tapering off a little bit towards like the end of my cycle I kind of you know just get back into the swing of things there but again if you are not really having the best periods and maybe we just focus on some low-key things like walking or stretching or some yoga or you know if you're like yeah I can totally get some workouts in then girlfriend you do you because I want you to do whatever feels good for you and your body so just remember that everything everyone is different everyone's body is different and just do what's best for you during your cycle okay um, and then some natural remedies for cramps because, you know, sometimes cramps are inevitable. Even if we're doing all the things right and we're doing everything that we can do to support our period, we might get some cramps here and there and that's totally normal, okay? Now, what's not normal is like those severe PMS symptoms, you know, like if we're getting some really heavy bleeding to the point where we're having to change our tampon like every 20 minutes or we have to do tampon and pad or we're getting like those severe cramps that are knocking us out where we have to call into work or you know any of those 
crazy symptoms, then that's probably telling us that, you know, something is not right. But, you know, those mild symptoms like some bloating, some cramping, you know, some fatigue are absolutely normal, okay? So here are some natural remedies to help you out with those cramps, okay? The first one is getting some more herbal teas, and my favorite is red raspberry leaf tea. It is so amazing for cramps. I like to drink it um, during my luteal phase of so the week before my period and then the week of my period to get the full benefits. Um, and you know, the more often that you drink it, the better and better your periods will get as far as cramping goes. Um, so that's a really great one. Some other ones are licorice root, which can help with bloating, um, peppermint tea, which can help to settle your stomach, chamomile tea, which can help to settle your stomach. It helps with bloating. It can help with sleep. And then ginger tea as well can help with some bloating, with some gas and some like stomach discomfort. Um, using a heating pad is super helpful. I have a weighted heating pad that I got off of Amazon. And let me tell you, it's a game changer. It feels so good. It was really affordable too. I have it linked in my Amazon storefront. Um, I can link that in the show notes for you as well. I have all of my favorites as far as herbal teas and all of my PMS <laughs> remedies on there. Um, some yoga poses can also help you with period cramps. So think like cat cow, your child's pose, um, putting your legs up against the wall to like make the blood flow flow to your uterus can help as well. Um, CBD supplements or a CBD balm. I have a CBD balm from Cure Nutrition that is fantastic. It is like CBD with kind of like some natural icy hot and I rub it all over like my lower back and you know my like lower stomach above my uterus because <laughs> that's typically like what starts to cramp when I'm on my period and oh it just it helps so much so I can definitely link that again in, in the show notes as well um taking like a hot shower or a hot bath especially with like some epsom salt oh, amazing um taking a magnesium supplement you want to make sure you're getting the right magnesium supplement okay do not get magnesium citrate because that will um help you if you i mean you can if you have some constipation you can absolutely take that one um but if you don't have any issues with the constipation then that's going to probably do the opposite effect for you and you're going to have some not so great poops so don't get that one. Um, you want to get like magnesium glycerate or um, like a blend of magnesium, but that can definitely help to bring some of like that inflammation down and help you with cramps. Um, taking a chastaberry or a Vitex supplement, they're one and the same, but sometimes it's called chastaberry, sometimes it's called Vitex. Um, that can help with cramps. And then doing an abdominal massage with essential oils. Um, so like using lavender oil or cinnamon oil can help you. Um, doing like dry brushing can kind of help with like some of that lymphatic drainage. You can also do the same thing with like a guasha um, using those uh, essential oils and just like doing some massaging on like your lower abdominal area um, can definitely help with like some fluid retention, which can bring down your cramps. <laughs> um, and then something that is very common with your period that some women get is the period flu. So what the heck is a period flu? Okay. Um, your period flu refers to a pattern of like flu-like symptoms that happen every month at the same time in your cycle. Typically this happens between like ovulation and your period. Um, so it's very similar to PMS, but period flu symptoms can look a little bit different for everyone. Some women 
get intense symptoms, while others may just experience some more mild variations. Um, while there is some overlap though, things like tender breasts, mood swings, um, they may, may just feel more like a flu than you would actually associate it with PMS. So some symptoms of the period flu can look like muscle aches. So maybe you're just feeling like you're just really achy all over. Um, maybe we're dealing with like some nausea or vomiting, some abdominal pain and some cramping. Um, maybe you have like a lower grade fever or some chills, um, headache. We might feel a little bit like lightheaded or dizzy. Um, we might have some constipation, some diarrhea, some insomnia. Um, just like some overall fatigue or exhaustion or joint pain. Um, but the main thing to recognize here is that these symptoms occur at the same time every single month and they improve or disappear once your period comes. So not everyone gets the period flu. You know, again, some people just get some mild PMS symptoms and that's just what it is. Um, but, you know, if you are feeling like your symptoms are more severe and you feel like you kind of get sick all the time around your period, then this is probably what it is, okay? Um, so some ways that we can support the period flu is making sure that we are staying super hydrated because like when you're sick with the real flu, hydration is essential and can help to reduce your bloating and any type of headaches that we might be having. So stay hydrated. You can use um, some electrolytes to help you out as well. I like to add the element packs to my water to make sure that I'm staying super hydrated, making sure that you're having like adrenal mocktails during this time too can help you stay even more hydrated, but just making sure that you're drinking enough water, okay? Um, using a heating pad too can definitely help to make sure that we're helping with any abdominal pain in the pelvic area. This is like a old school method, okay? Like my grandma definitely used to make me do this and I'm so glad because it's very helpful. <laughs> um, eating to help balance out your blood sugar. So making sure that we are eating regular meals. This is definitely not the time to skip breakfast. I mean, it's never time to skip breakfast, but especially during this time, okay? Um, making sure we're not having naked carbs. So pairing your carbs with protein and fat and fiber to help keep your blood sugar balanced because blood sugar can definitely um, spike during this time, which can contribute to overall inflammation in the body and just make things worse. Um, you know, trying to avoid inflammatory foods. So I know the cravings can hit hard sometimes, but, you know, trying to avoid those like really high fatty foods, you know, like the high trans fat foods, um, you know, high sugar foods or just like more processed ingredients and, you know, trying to keep the inflammatory burden at bay because, you know, having a lot more inflammation can make the stomach feel not super great, okay? So just trying to include some more nutrient-dense foods, lots of leafy greens, berries, you know, healthy fats like nuts, seeds, olive oil, nut butters can help to keep the inflammation down and keep you regular, especially if you're feeling bloated or constipated. Um, adding in yoga, again, you know, trying to have like more of those restorative movements can really just help to keep that overall inflammation down and just help you feel a little bit better. And then, you know, adding in some supplements to your um, diet can help with like period pain and inflammation. Um, you can add in curcumin, which is found in turmeric. It's an active compound in there. Um, and many studies have shown that it can help with inflammation and with pain. I like to make a like turmeric 
latte or a turmeric tea out of it. Um, it's a spice that you can get in like any store or you can always, you know, like make it yourself. It's like an actual root that you can like ground up. Um, but yeah, making like a turmeric latte or a turmeric tea is really, really helpful um, when you're not feeling great. And all these tips, again, can fall into the category of just overall what to do during your menstrual phase. But especially if you're dealing with any type of like PMS symptoms or the period flu, these are all really going to help you just feel so much better, okay? Well, that's all I have for you today. I know it was a lot, but honestly, learning how to work with your cycle is really just going to benefit you overall, okay? Especially if you're not having the best cycles right now, then really just getting in tune with your body and finding out what's causing these not-so-great cycles and incorporating, you know, more foods during each specific phase of your cycle and really just learning how to work with your body and knowing the signs of what to look for during each phase is going to take you so much further, okay? Um, so I hope you found these tips helpful and learned a little bit more about your cycle and how to work with your changing cycle. Um, and as a thank you for listening to today's episode, I am going to give the podcast listeners a free access to my Eating for Your Cycle guide, which is a complete grocery list of the specific foods you should include during each phase of your cycle. So these are not like just the only foods that you can eat during your cycle and during that month, but making sure that you're incorporating these specific foods during each phase can really just maximize your hormones and help you feel so much better during each phase. So send me a DM on Instagram saying grocery guide, and I will send you your free copy. And if you want more information or you want more support about working with your cycle or navigating any type of period issues, Send me a DM as well, and I am always happy to help. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Glow Girl Podcast. If you love the episode, please share the podcast with your besties and tag me on socials. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any further episodes. And if you have any questions regarding today's episode, please feel free to direct message me on Instagram. I'd be happy to help. Thanks for listening. See you next time.